can be seated. I ain't going to keep you long. I made a promise. <laughs> My prayer is that he stretch out this time. <laughs> Make it feel like it's two hours. Man, see if I can do this today. Woo! My God, who thankful? See, as a believer, I don't need one day. This is my lifestyle. Check out my lifestyle. Check out, check out, check out my lifestyle. <laughs> Ooh, man, good to see everybody. Hey, Ron, how you doing, sir? Man, good to see everybody. Man, this is the, this is the way you do it. This is the way you do it. What about that, Sean? How you doing? David. Ben David, all right? Good to see everybody. All right. Dustin, how you doing, sir? Thank you, man. Everybody. Woo, how you doing? What's your name? What's your name? Yes. Hey, Robin. Hey, Robin. Everybody, Robin. Hey, hey. Woo, man. All right, man. They messing with me. I got my bike outside. My scooter. My public scooter. I got that out there. No, I'm joking. I'm telling you, man, I just feel, I just want the world to know that I'm, I'm, I think I'm thankful all the time. I don't use this for some occasion. Y'all know me. This is not, but it's wonderful. All right. This is something we should all be doing. Amen. Ah, uh, the power of giving thanks. How about that? I can I can I show y'all something? All right. Okay. Thanksgiving. I mean, <laughs> really, I could just talk about anything, but today just happened to be Thanksgiving. <laughs> For real. So the word Thanksgiving, toda. It means. Watch this. Y'all came to learn, right? Yes. Okay, that means y'all want to grow. Yes. All right. Thanksgiving. Toda. Means, listen, to praise. Give thanks. It means offering. Confession. Toda is... It's a word that's, that word is derived from yada. Okay. Yada. Hands. Okay. Yada. It's an extended hand. This word, give thanks, the root of it is yada, which means to extend one's hand. If somebody give you something, what do you do? You extend your hand. Yeah, yeah. all right. Come on, we're going to get some stuff here. It means adoration. Especially, listen, a choir of worshipers. <laughs> it means a sacrifice of praise. <laughs> okay. It's, it, it, it simply means thanks. Giving is an offering. Remember when I said praise is a sacrifice. It's an offering. When you lift your hands. See, we don't get it. It's not enough to say thank you. The hands outward tells them who he is. But the hand inward means I'm going to receive. Oh, come on. Can we get just a little bit excited? I'm excited. See, you want to know why you do what you do. You want to know why you should do what you don't do. 
You do. All right. Look at that. Dina said, I got this. All right. That's why it's important to lift your hands. Okay. In, and then, you know, just a little, re, little word search here. Both the words, toda and yada, uh, well, the one, I would say yada is, in, is, in, is Aramaic. And you can find it in Daniel chapter 2, 23. But both of these mean, listen, you don't just raise your hands to anything and anyone. It means it's reserved for Yahweh. <laughs> God, the true God. Thankfulness or to be thankful is a direct command. Mm -mm, it's a direct command. Uh oh, y'all not going to like this, but y'all here, I got you now. <laughs> Pulled you in. Thankfulness is a direct command of Scripture. So when teacher, your pastor, or, your, or anyone is telling you to lift your hand, it's a direct command from Scripture. Okay? Watch this. <laughs> a command is a direction. Most of us, I command you. Most of us think it's, we get upset. It's like negative. No, command means direct you. Okay? Man needs direction. The, the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, the Old Testament, is, it's not called the law. It's called teaching and instruction. That's what Torah means. It doesn't mean law. It means teaching and instruction for you. Amen? The Old Testament. All right. Just want to let you know. Sometimes we, we, it's like we forget. We don't understand. How, what, what is this? So here you're going to learn what it means. So if you know what it means, you'll be able to do it. You have a better understanding. Right, man? Okay. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's my objective. Okay. My, my, I know everybody gives learning, you know, objective minds that you get it every time. That's mine. That's my objective. Every time I come up is that you get it. Okay. All right. I know I don't say it like teacher and some of the other theologians in here. I say... My whole thing is that you get it. That's, my, that's the learning objective. Amen? All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. So if you're not thankful, then you are in direct disobedience to Scripture. If you're not thankful. See, everybody in the world, y'all watch them now. All right. I love what he said. We know who we serve. We know who we worship. Amen? Yes. So we want to be obedient. So if you're not thankful, then you are in direct disobedience to Scripture. Can I get one amen? amen. All right, just one. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you feel. We're in disobedience. Okay. All right. Thankfulness for the believer <laughs> originates, watch this. In the will. Thankfulness for the believer originates in the will, not in your feelings. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> Thankfulness for the believer originates in the will, not how I feel. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to got a few minutes. <laughs> So you don't have to wait for a feeling to be thankful. <laughs> the way I grow up, the way I grew up was that you never received anything from an adult without saying thank you. But today parents aren't teaching their children that very simple, you know, gesture or manner. It's a lost art form. They, they feel entitled. You owe me something. 
I don't owe you nothing but to bring the rod of correction. That's what I owe you. That's love. That's love. Right? That's love. All right. See, that's it. I grew up like that. Watch it. Let me show y'all something. In some countries, when you extend or you extended your hand to give a child like a piece of candy, right? That child would say thank you, watch this, before they actually took the candy from you. They thanked the person that was giving them before they received it. It's a little nugget there. Y'all better pick it up. A little bread come. I'm leading you somewhere. All right? All right. I believe God is the same way with us. Mm-hmm. I believe he's the same way with us. He wants us to say thank you before you receive it. I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, glory to God. Uh-huh. All right. Y'all bought a Thanksgiving offering today? I want to know how many of y'all went spiritual or how many of y'all went natural right there. <laughs> really, they both in the same. It's just how you perceive it. Because everything you do should be spiritual. Yeah. 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 See, if, see we always want to be on the receiving end. Instead of the one who is extending the hand. Yeah? Oh, you can switch up anytime. See, when you give thanksgiving, you're thankful. And, and you're, you are, you're, you're caring. And I said caring is answering the need of someone or something now for a need for tomorrow. You take care of it now. That shows you really care. I take care of your need now, but you need it. You don't need it till tomorrow or next week. See, caring does that. All right. All right. Glory to God. That's why he said, I'll answer before you ask. Whoop. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. We're going to do this. See, the word is good. It's good. It's good. It's right there. All right. <laughs> See, in that child that I was talking about, it wasn't even a question, you know, whether the child felt thankful. It was simply the right way to behave before you actually receive something. Mm -hmm. See, we all got to go to another culture to see, wow, look at our kids. Look at the way we act. In Africa, they worship, you know, six hours before the word come forth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. On their feet. 120 degrees. Not us. It's cold. It's hot. All right. Can I sit down? All right. All right. See there? Oh, I got to do my teach you something. All right. Okay. Here we go. Hmm. I don't want to talk to you this morning about your feelings. I won't talk to you this morning really about your conduct. <laughs> Are you thankful? Because... Think about it before you answer. Because if you're not, you're in disobedience. You're disobeying if you're not, okay, thankful. All right, let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. I'm going to show you all something. Go to uh, Colossians 3. We're going to fly through these scriptures. Because I don't have a lot of time. Colossians 3. Man of God, you got to read fast with me. Colossians 3, 15 through 17. Watch this. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15. And let the peace, the soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as umpire continually. Stop, stop, stop. Whew. Look what peace is supposed to do. Peace is supposed to rule like an umpire. Y'all know what an umpire is, right? Safe. You out. You stepped out of bounds. It said, let peace rule your life like that. Before we go any further. All right. All right. 
See, and I love this. This umpire is a very important form of guidance. Peace is a guidance. It guides you. All right. It, woo! it guides you. It lets you know you're doing the right thing. Come on. Come on. Go ahead. Which comes from Christ's rule, act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds. Mm. In that peaceful state, to which as members of Christ's one body, you were also called to live. And be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. Verse 16. Let the word spoken by Christ, the Messiah, have its home in your hearts mm. and minds and dwell in you in all its richness as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom in spiritual things and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody to God with grace in your hearts. Oh, love. You are supposed to have peace in your heart. It's the umpire. It's an indicator, that peace in your heart. If you're going, it's something you should be doing or shouldn't do. But most of the time, if we don't have peace in our hearts, we can't really discern this decision I got to make. When you have that decision, it's supposed to be peace. It's supposed to be the umpire ruling you, not your feelings. I didn't see that. And this peace is by Christ Jesus. Not for circumstance. Favorable or not. I'm supposed to have peace. Get your flesh out of it. Your flesh is not a good judge or umpire. It's selfish. <laughs> it likes self-gratification. It's at war against your spirit. Numa. All right. Woo. All right. Y'all got that right? Hold on. Read verse 17. Verse 17, and whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence upon his person, mm. giving praise, praise to God the Father Thanks. through him. Oh, man. Can y'all just imagine if we really did verse 17? Yes. No. <laughs> All day long. Can you imagine, can you imagine what that would do for your heart and your relationship with each other and God? Because you can't have a real relationship with God without having a relationship with man. True love is with God and man. Love is not complete unless it's shared. Break him. It has to be complete. See, that's like a lot of couples, they're, 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 their marriage, is, is, they don't share. They're not sharing. That's why their love is not complete. God so loved the world that he gave, he shared. Okay. Do y'all see this? Verse 17. And whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, dependence upon, listen, his person giving thanks, praise, thanksgiving to God. Can you imagine what the body of Christ would be like if we actually did verse 17? Imagine the peace that would rule, govern your heart. Okay. All right. He said, in everything you do. He said, everything you do. Cleaning the car. Walking down the street. Mm -mm -mm. Cleaning the kitchen. Picking up a piece of paper. He said, in everything, action and deed, give thanks. I know it, it's not supposed to make sense. It's spiritual. It's not supposed to make sense. It's spiritual. The carnal mind cannot receive or even understand the things of the spirit. 
See, that's why sometimes people can't understand why you do what you do, why you leave, what you leave, why you start your business, whatever you do, and you don't have no money or anything like that, because it's not natural. It's spiritual. <laughs> okay. All right. Woo, I'm trying to talk to some spirit people here. This would help us tremendously. If, if you would live your life by this, giving God praise for everything you do, it would help us tremendously with sinning. If you had that peace in your heart, it would help us with our do's and our don'ts. If he really ruled and umpired, guided you, amen? amen. Let that peace rule. Thanksgiving should be part of every word and every action. Whatever you do, a word, it said word and indeed. Thanksgiving should be in everything that you do. Doing it with, in the name of Jesus. So if you leave out giving thanks, then you are in disobedience. Say it again. So if you leave out doing what you do, how many of you go throughout your whole day and not once did you thank God? Okay. You know, when you're riding with your road rage and that car didn't hit you and you swerved on, you didn't get thanks. You got mad. You didn't get thanks. Oh, uh, all right. First Thessalonians. Let's move it along. First Thessalonians. It was quiet on that one. Y'all might have said some other things, but y'all ain't say thanks. I know. It used to be me. I was telling folks, man, I had, oh, I had a bad mouth. Oh, okay. First Thessalonians. See, now that God, see, the, the enemy tried to take that and turn it, you know, against me. But God knew that what was in my mouth. He, and he, now he used it, of course, for my good because I've surrendered to him. Amen. 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 All right. Now, them fiery darts I used to send out, now, you know, they repel. Now it's for the enemy. Oh, okay. All right. That's how, you know how it is because sometimes when you be speaking this word and you be like, oh, please stop. It's too hard. That's my gift then. <laughs> Used to be cuss words. Okay, here we go. He ready. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 17. Watch this. Praise him. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 16. Be happy in your faith. Ah, who's not happy in their faith? <laughs> okay. And rejoice. And be glad-hearted continually, always. Conti continually. That means it's unbroken. No matter the circumstance or situation or what they said or what they didn't do. All right, all right. Come on. Verse 17. Be unceasing in prayer, praying perseveringly. Go ahead. Verse 18. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Thank God in everything. No matter what the circumstances may be, be thankful and give thanks. For this is the will of God for you, who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. All right. All right. What is the will of God? Is that you what? And everything. So if you're not giving thanks, you're not we're you're really not in his will. Look at there. I'm trying I'm trying. Sister Free, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying. Is, is, is this okay? All right. I want y'all to really know <laughs> what Thanksgiving really is and the power behind it. Amen. Listen to this. That's the will of God. I'm going to say that again. That's the will of God is to give him thanks. And if you don't give him thanks, the antithesis of that is that you're not in the will of God. If you can't say thank you, you're not in the will of God. That's what the scripture says. Pastor didn't say it. Give thanks in everything, not for everything, but in everything. 
in everything. It's a difference. Your child got killed or something like that or died. That's not, no, not not for, but in it. While I'm in it, I'm going to praise him. Because I understand where this child is going to be. I didn't lose you in eternity. I might have lost you in time, but I didn't lose you in eternity. Because that's the real world. That's the real reality. Woo, glory to God. Hey, my goodness. Woo! My, 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 my daughter lost. She had a uh, miscarriage in her first baby. I said, don't worry. That's to mean one. You're going to see him again. Okay. Oh, see, that's spiritually minded. Ooh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, that's a very profound statement that I made there. In light of scripture. Is that if you don't give thanks, then you're not in the will of God. And he told you in the scripture, this is his will. Listen, this is his will is that you give him thanks. Listen, there, for this is the will of God. What? Who? What? Who are in Christ Jesus. See, you got to make sure you're in Christ Jesus. All right, here we go. Let's go to another one. People can be. In his or hers right, let's watch this. A person can be in his or hers right calling, doing the right thing, uh, doing what God asked them to do, except one thing, giving thanks. You, you can be flowing all they do, just, but you're not giving thanks. That person will keep saying, something's wrong. I'm not in the will of God. Something's wrong. It's not their position. It's not their calling. It's just the fact that they're not giving thanks. Mm-mm-mm. This thing, this Christian stuff ain't working. I feel the same. There ain't no power. Because you're not, you're missing protocol. You're complaining and not thinking. Oh, all right, all right. I told you God can't lie. Woo. Remember, the moment you cease to give thanks, you are no longer in the will of God. Uh-oh. This is just what the scripture. When you, do, when you cease to give thanks, you are no longer in the will of God. Okay, you don't have to. That's why he said in everything, cease. Don't cease without praying and giving thanks. Continually. So you stay in the will of God. Okay. Then you can't be in the will of God and you don't have the mind of God. This is why I need you to stay in the will of God because you have my mind. My mind is in the will. Hello. All right. Woo, where we at? What verse is that? Go to verse 19. Verse 19. Do not quench, suppress, or subdue the Holy Spirit. Look at that. Then it says right there, do not quench the spirit, right? Okay, what's the application? It's very clear. Once you stop giving thanks, you're quenching the Holy Spirit. That's why it's right there. That's the application of it. Once you stop, you're quenching the Holy Spirit. Now, he cannot move or flow in your life because you're quenching, you're prohibiting him for moving. Because the one simple thing, you won't give thanks. Oh, they hurt me. <laughs> but I'm going to give God thanks and glory in this moment because I know he's a deliverer. And I know he will take care of my enemies. I don't have to do it. See, okay. I'm telling you the protocol. We're missing the protocol of your blessing, how you supposed to function. Amen? All right, moving on. Okay. I'm going to be finished here. The second point is clearly related to giving thanks or being thankful. An expression of being, oh, y'all, this is going to be good. You, you can't even talk about thanks without talking about the Holy Spirit. 
and the necessity of being filled with it. It was quiet. Okay. All right. The second point is clearly related to Thanksgiving or being thankful. It's an expression of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5. 18 to 21. Oh, we're going to finish right on time, y'all. Come on, come on. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse Woo! 18. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Go ahead, read 21. No, Speak. no, no. You know what? Stop right there. Watch this. Most people zero in on the drunkenness, right? That's what we're doing. We see the scripture. Everybody zeroing in the drunkenness. I, I found something right here. But that's not the point that Paul was making. Watch this. The real point is, is in the positive. Okay. The real point is in the positive. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what does it say? All right. We, we, we zoom in on the first part. But the point that he was making is the latter. Okay? Now watch this. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. So it's wrong to be drunk. With wine. You said that, right? Then it's equally wrong to disobey the second part then. The second half of that verse. It's wrong not to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If the first part is right, then the second part has to be right too. See, we never look at it in that light then it's wrong not to be filled with the holy spirit that's why i keep telling you are you filled with the spirit yeah. all right Ooh, y'all didn't see that one coming did you yeah. all right it's equally wrong and that's what paul was aiming you know he he was using the drunkenness you know just as an example but the church go running with that one but he was talking about being filled. What's the expression of being filled with the Spirit? There are three things that follow. Listen, read verse 19. Verse 19. Speak out to one another mm. in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments Ooh. and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. The first expression of being filled with the Holy Spirit is a life of continuous praise. Mm -mm -mm. Hold on, y'all didn't get it. Speak out to one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, offering praises with your voice. That's Thanksgiving. This is the first sign right here. This is the first expression of being filled with the Holy Spirit, a life of continuous, non-broken praise. Verse 20. And at all times and for everything, give, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Wow. The second expression of being filled with the Holy Spirit is being continually, continually thankful in all things. That's what it's saying. You know, God expects us to do this. It wouldn't be written if he didn't. It wouldn't be written if you couldn't. Just like he told the lady, go and sin no more. He wouldn't have told her that if she was not possible. Right? I know. Y'all like, this is a tough one. Verse 21. Verse 21. Be subject to one another. Uh-oh. Out of reverence for Christ. The Messiah, the anointed one. So the third expression of being filled with the Holy Spirit is verse 21. Submitting yourself one to another. It's a submissive 
attitude toward other people. Ooh, these are little signs that you are really filled with the spirit of thanksgiving. Continuous praise. <laughs> Continuous giving thanks. And a submission to one another. Isn't that something? Look at the balance of Holy Spirit. A person that does not do these three, or doesn't do these three uh, marks of conduct is not filled with the Holy Spirit at that moment. Now, it can change. Hello? It can change. But those are some good indications that you're not filled with the Spirit. If you're not continually praising God, if you're not continually giving him thanks, and if you have an issue submitting one to another, oh, it is quiet. That should make me like, hmm. Is that me? All right. Woo! Here we go. We're going to bring this on home for y'all. All All right. That's why you must be continually filled with the Spirit. And it means be being filled. I have to continue to be filled. Every day you should be filled. I told you, you don't fill your car when you first got it and never fill it again and expect it to go and take you where you needed to go. You feel that carb every time it gets low. See, what you should do is say, you know, it, I'm not going to let my tank get below half. It's, anything below half is not going to function right. Woo! All right. They say, move it on, Pastor. I'm going to move it on. Prayer, it is practical. It's just like that. It's spiritual. Prayers, listen. Prayer are not effective unless we accompany it by prayer, by thanksgiving. Prayer is not functional unless you have prayer, have thanksgiving first. Okay, I'm going to show you. All right? I'm going to show you. Our prayers are not effective unless we are appropriating thanksgiving first. Go to Philippians 4, 6. Help us with our prayers, getting our answers, getting our prayers answered. Amen. Philippians chapter 4 at verse 6. Come on. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known Ah, to God. Ah, it's just so easy. You're just praying, and you didn't enter in right. You, you're just praying it down up here. Now, one thanks. Okay, all right, all right. So leave out, leaving out your thanksgiving, and your request doesn't carry the weight with God. God insists that your requests be accompanied or accompanied by thanksgiving before you do anything. Before you enter or go before the throne of grace, bring a sacrifice of thanksgiving. All right. This is the protocol of God. Uh, Colossians 4, 2 through 4. Ooh, we almost there. Come on. Colossians chapter 4 at verse 2. Be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life. Mm. Mm. Being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Your prayers must always have thanksgiving. Before you entreat God for anything, you must enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. It's the protocol. That little one that we keep missing. Could it be that we're not thankful? Because it would be on the front list. It would be on the center of your mind. Oh, y'all can learn some stuff today. Woo! Okay. Verse leave three. out Thanksgiving. Oh, where you at? Go ahead. Verse 3. There we go. And at the same time, time, pray for us also, 
that God may open a door to us for the word, the gospel, to proclaim the mystery concerning Christ, the Messiah, on account of which I am in prison. What? Did you see what happened? When I prayed and I gave thanks, the order, it opened the door. <laughs> Could it be just that simple? It opens the door for what? For the word. Because you gave thanks. Oh, y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. So if you start with Thanksgiving, when you pray, always thank him for all the things he's already done. Then you listen. This is what happened if you do this. When, if you continue and this is your lifestyle, you do it. This is what's going to happen. When, when you do that. Pray and thank him for what he's already done. Then you'll have an attitude of faith. And when you come to make your next petition, your faith is already there. Woo! But you got to continue in this thing, though. So now I got an attitude of faith because I know. <laughs> Good God Almighty. And it says, I like when you hear that word supplication. Yeah. Supplication is a legal document. It's a petition address. Listen, to, it's, an, it's an address or a document for an official. So any time that you want to make change in, you know, the government, you have to have a petition. And that petition goes before, you know, it goes through the house and it goes through through the person that needs to sign it. Yeah. It's the same thing when you do your prayer or supplication. Hey. See, the problem is you just got one signature uh -huh. on there. Because if we continue to cease without praying, oh, that, that petition going to be filled. Now, you know that the number of people who signed that document determines how fast that bill goes through, right? That petition. Same thing with your prayers. Now make supplication. Petition me. But give me thanks first. Woo! Never start a petitional prayer without giving thanksgiving. All right. I'm almost finished. You say that, you say that. Oh, hold on. I'm almost there. Here, listen to this. Go, go. Then there's prayer. Then there's petitional prayer. What we are known for here is intercessory. So go to Romans 1. Romans 1, 8 and 9, Amplified. Paul, he's the pioneer. He's just a great example. Romans chapter 1 at verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ Look at that. for all of you. Because the report of your faith is made known to all the world and is commended everywhere. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my whole spirit, rendering priestly and spiritual service in preaching the gospel and telling the good news of his son. How incessantly I always mention you when at my prayers. My God, that's intercessory prayer right there. In the, in, the, in the fullest right there. And, it's, and it opens a door. Ephesians 1. Fifteen to 16. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 15. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, the people of God. Mm. I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Which came first? Thanks. Philippians 1. Almost finished. Philippians 1. 3. The 5. 
Philippians chapter 1 at verse 3, I thank my God mm. in all my remembrance of you. Mm. In every prayer of mine, I always make my entreaty and petition for you all with joy, delight. I thank my God for your fellowship, your sympathetic cooperation and contributions and partnership in advancing the good news, the gospel, from the first day you heard it until now. See, that Thanksgiving in intercessory prayer, when you come up to intercede, you have to go with Thanksgiving first because it opens the door for the gospel. That's what intercessory prayer is about. It's about what's on the mind of God, the heart of God. Last one. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians uh, one, two. First Thessalonians chapter one and verse two. We are ever giving thanks to God for all of you. Continually mentioning you when engaged in our prayers. God. Always. Paul has so many prayers and all of them are thankful. That's why he got all his prayers answered. So maybe that's the missing formula. In your prayer. Is that you're not giving proper thanks. Amen. Amen. I could continue, but I'm going to stop. Hey, teacher. I did it. Glory to God. Did I do it? <laughs> you did it, Pastor. You actually did it. All right. <laughs> but, yeah. In 1102. <laughs> Praise the God. Pastor, you stand up here with me, please. Okay. Uh, as we leave today, I want us to take this spiritual word and put it into practice. Amen? Amen. And the question is how? So the word of God speaks about, in Colossians, to be thankful. Let the peace of God rule and govern your heart. First of all, we are accountable. We have a responsibility to ourselves and each other to have the peace of God. You have a responsibility. It's your responsibility to Behold, the peace of God provides wholeness. It provides no conflict within yourself. It's one thing to give thanks, but from where does your thanks arrive from? What place is your thanks really coming from? So to be thankful and saying that you thank from, from God, and but it comes from a place a war within you. You can speak peace, but it comes from a place of war. You have to ensure that there is no war going on inside you. Conflict. So this peace of God, again, you have to allow it. And to do that, you have to exercise every day, throughout the day, the love of God. You have to exercise. You have to truly think what is good. You have to think the best of the other person. Otherwise, you can't. So God is saying in situations to where you wouldn't be thankful, be thankful. See, Otherwise, you'll be speaking from a place of war and saying that you're thankful. The next opportunity or situation that you're in to where it's not a situation to where you would be thankful, which means, again, having a sound mind and being whole, and there's no conflict or division within yourself. He said, in those trying times, it's that when you need to be thankful. You need to consider how you should be thankful, even in this. Even in what is not, what does not feel that you should give gratitude in this situation. Trying to get you, when you leave here, that in the most 
trying time in your thoughts because that's where it is. He said, you are responsible for being whole. He gave you the umpire. <laughs> where love is an exercise and where, see, where love is being exercised, the peace of God is there. And then it's inevitable for you to be thankful. But this thankfulness, it comes from a place of being indebted to. See, you can't just be thankful. You have to be thankful from a place of that you are indebted to God to be thankful. Amen. This indebtedness take you back to the cross. And all he did for you. Yeah. And this look. Then this calls an explosion of gratitude. Yeah. To where you can't help but to raise your hand. And extend your hand of offering. Because it comes from a genuine place. Of where you wouldn't normally be thankful. But because you're exercising love. It brings on the peace of God. It brings on control in your thoughts and a sound mind and well-being of wholeness. And then you can't but help to be thankful because you're indebted to God. Amen? Stand on your feet. Glory to God. We have to be, you have to feel a strong sense of indebtedness. You must feel an overpowering indebtedness to God to give him thanks. You can't just give him thanks. Someone saved your life. Hmm. You feel a strong, powerful indebtedness to Because they did something for you that you couldn't do for yourself. Saved you. Glory to God. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Oh, Pastor, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> Don't want some things. Go right ahead. Minister, stop closest. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Father, just for the opportunity to worship and praise you today, Father. We thank you right now, Father, just for waking us up this morning, Father, to have the opportunity to honor you, Father. We thank you right now, Father, just for having...